The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet at a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Welcome in, everybody. Fighting Illini game day, Big Ten ACC Challenge version as the Illini are set tonight for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish up in South Bend, a place the Illini have not been to, actually, since 1955. Illinois coming in with a 2-4 and four record. The Irish are 5-1. and one. Illinois beat Mississippi Valley State on Sunday to grab their second win of the season. Hope you're doing well. Glad you're with us. This game will tip at 6 o'clock, one of six tonight between the ACC and the Big Ten. And the Illini will look to rebound and get back to in the winning column against a major program, which they have come up short with so far, Lauren Tate, with the uh, because primarily because of defense. Let's to be frank. <laughs> oh, that's right. The defense that Illinois has played has not been successful. I expect that they're going to be doing some things to try to change that. Exactly what they will be, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, boy, everything has been asked of Brad Underwood what he may do in this whole thing because his guys are young and there's too many easy buckets. If you look at some of the analytics Illinois is near the bottom of all of division one basketball and some of the metrics for really defense. Are. you know I've been counting uh, myself personally been counting layups for two years because we give up too many I'm, I'm when those layups the number of layups and free throws the free shots suddenly stop I mean when you when you reduce those then you'll see a better Illinois basketball team surprisingly Illinois and Notre Dame have not matched up that much over the years. They used to do it all the time. Well, Illinois tried hard enough. Notre Dame just wouldn't do it. And that, that happened for a number of years. They used to play in the Chicago Stadium. They played 15 games there. I think uh, in, it, we're going back, of course, between 1958 and, 19, and 1973. And uh, of the 15 games, Illinois won 10. And Illinois played their best basketball games against Notre Dame traditionally. It was amazing what, how well they played against Notre Dame in those games because they, they, they weren't favored in 10 of them. They just won 10 of them. And uh, I, I think that uh, the perfect game for Illinois that they wouldn't have to repay would because they play they want to play a game in Chicago and for instance this year we're playing a game against Ohio State that we won't have to repay but it's it gives up our home game what we want to do is keep our home games and play somebody like Notre Dame in there every year 
it would be a perfect situation. But for years they've tried, and Notre Dame won't do it. In in a sense, this year Illinois didn't lose a home game, quote, in the Big Ten because the schedule expanded from 18 to 20. Uh, That's one way of looking at it. Yeah, so (laughs) in a sense you didn't lose from what you've had in the past. Right. But uh, certainly you don't want to lose the State Farm Center advantage in a Big Ten game. You know, they're playing, a, they're playing a game against Ohio State up there and giving up the home court advantage against a team that, would you believe that new system, that RPI, the new RPI <laughs> system, has Ohio State number one in the country? Uh, Is that unbelievable? NC- well, I, I don't put any faith in them. I don't know, it's way too early to put faith in it. But uh, nevertheless, they are ranked number one. NCAA evaluation tool, the net it's called. And yes, Ohio State ranked number one. I saw all kinds of responses on Twitter to its posting. The best one I saw was somebody just said, good job, I can name 10 random teams as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they got quite Kentucky 61st or something like that, you know, way down. So it it doesn't make any sense. But it, it will, over time, work itself out. But let me say one thing about it. Illinois' two and four record is no worse than Notre Dame's five and one record. That's Notre Dame has played no one and has lost to Radford. Exactly. And, that's, and Illinois has not lost to any team that wasn't a major school. And Notre Dame hasn't played a major school. I mean, the closest they played is DePaul, and they beat them by twenty-five. And we could make an argument about that. But uh, nevertheless, uh, they played UIC, Chicago State, William and Mary, and Duquesne. And those wins don't mean anything on the, in the long run. Certainly not. And also, this is game number seven in a seven-game homestand for Notre Dame to start the home season. They've never been away from home. Co- uh, counter that with Illinois, which has had, uh, what, three home games so far at the State Farm Center, one of them against Mississippi Valley State. So the Illini will have their work cut out for them. Notre Dame has won the last two matchups, including the grand uh, reopening of the State Farm Center back in 2015, 80, 84-79 win for the Irish. This a little bit younger Irish team, though, a little bit smaller as well. We'll get more on them. Also hear a bit from Illinois freshman guard Io DeSumo. Stay with us. Fighting Illini game day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Illinois basketball against Notre Dame tonight at 6 o'clock tip. Rudy Wealth Management, see them for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Freshman Io DeSumo facing the Irish for the first time in his career. He shared his thoughts on the Irish and more. Um, I really don't know uh, a lot about them. I know that um, they, they recruited me a little bit. I took an unofficial there. Um, the campus is beautiful, um, historical um, school. So at the end of the day, it's going to be um, very fun. Wait, this is uh, game number five in eight days, I think. Uh, what are you learning about getting your body to recover? Have you been through this kind of physical rigor with basketball before? I mean, it's all about recovery. I mean, I, AAU, we play a lot of games in, um, in a short span of time, but I don't think it was this high-level competition where you got great athletes, um, great players, and pros um, each and every night. So it's all about mental, getting in, um, getting in the boots, getting in the ice tub, and just um, recovering your body because at the end of the day, um, this is like my livelihood, like it's like my job, so I have to take it seriously. Is it uh, is there a high learning curve for you there to do all those things? Does it take a extra discipline to do all those things? Yeah, I mean, I would say like when I first got um, got on campus, I really wasn't like a a recovery guy because in high school, I really just like um, well, I probably shoot up the practice workout, but I never like really took time to take care of my body. But 
um, the older I got, the more I understood how important it was to get recovery and um, to drink your shakes because at the end of the day, um, you're going to need that. Six points, nine rebounds, nine assists yesterday. What kind of pride do you take in that kind of stat line? Oh, I mean, I just feel like um, I'm all-around player. Like, I'm not just a scorer or not just a facilitator or rebound. I pretty much could do it all. So at the end of the day, um, I feel like I played a good game. Um, the shots that I shot, they um, they weren't falling, but I felt like it was. I had the right technique and um, right shots. I'm gonna continue to take, and then just helping on the glass, and then I'm um, just getting my teammates involved also. Io Desumu there as Illinois will face uh, Fighting Illini, the Fighting Irish tonight. We have Fighting Illini and the Fighting Irish coming up tonight. Big Ten ACC Challenge. Lauren Io, you can see he's a special player, but he like several other. Especially the, especially some of the guards are a little bit lost at times on defense, and they're yep. really suffering for it. Yeah, and they're getting beat out on top some, which we didn't expect because we thought those guards, the three of them, and uh, Feliz has not played as well as we expected either. He's had a little bit of a slump. He'll bounce back, I'm sure, but the it's the the defense is. I just here you're giving up 50 percent, roughly 50. Half the shots are being made by the opposition. And you're playing a Notre Dame team that shoots 31% from the three-point and 41% overall. So this has not been a good shooting Notre Dame team against weak opposition. And so Illinois is the strongest team they've played so far this season, believe it or not. And they, they're six, you know, in their six games, they haven't played anybody like Illinois. On the flip side, though, looking at their box scores, they don't commit a lot of turnovers yep. by and large. That's, that's, that's Bray. And opponents don't get to the free-throw line a whole lot either. That's Bray. So there you go. You got, you got certain coaches that coach that stuff, and they get tradition. You know, it's part of the culture. It's part of it. After you've had teams year after year, and by the way, they didn't make the, the NCA last year, but if you remember, Bonzi Colson got hurt. That was really critical. And also, uh, DJ Harvey, the uh, forward, got hurt last year. He's a pretty good player, and he's a sophomore now in that lineup at one of the forwards. And, and, uh, you said that it's a, a young team and four of the, of the top eight are freshmen, but the starting lineup has only one freshman. Mm. And so, you know, they've got two juniors in Mooney and, and, uh, and Gibbs, who are their best scorers, Mooney being around 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, and then Pfluger, who uh, I find it interesting that he made the winning basket against Stephen F. Austin in the national tournament, in the NCAA tournament, when he was a freshman. Yeah, Brad Underwood joked yesterday, he can't wait to shake his hand in the line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have a little bit more on Notre Dame. Also, the coach's corner coming up. Brian Barnhart talks with Orlando Antigua, Illinois, 8-11, and all-time in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. It's Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. You know, I think the one thing that happens is, you know, you've got a completely uh, different concept than most of them are ever used to. And, and uh, uh, you know, help side defense uh, away from the ball, unless you're a point guard, you're, you're away from the ball about 98% of the time. And uh, learning to guard and see both man and ball uh, those concepts are very challenging, very difficult, and, uh, uh, especially when they haven't done it before. So we've got to uh, uh, continue to work at it. We get better at it every single day. Uh, you know, we spend every single day guarding one-on-one -on -one and guarding the basketball. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of our, uh, our immaturity shows in our fouls. 
uh, a lot of them are slapping and just reaching instead of making people finish. And uh, uh, you know, we're 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 addressing that issue as well. So uh, we're getting better. And you know, I think you know Samba did some good things last night, helping us protect the rim. We take a lot of charges, uh, but uh, you know, we've got to get the new guys taking charges. It's the veterans that are that are taking all the charges. So we're uh, uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Brad Underwood talking about how his team could grow defensively and what it's like with a young team. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you on Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois and Notre Dame coming up at 6 o'clock tip. Let's go up to South Bend, courtside. Doug Altenberger, analyst for this game, is with us. Uh, Doug, do you remember what it was like to play defense as a freshman? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Brian and I talked about it uh on, on, on Sunday's game, and what happens is there's an adjustment because the guys are are a lot quicker and uh, and they're a lot stronger, and uh, so you've got to adjust, especially when you're on the ball, um, and, and make sure you keep that guy, as we say, in front of you, or you sit down. and And uh, Wisconsin does a great job of that. Those guys very rarely get beat off the dribble, but Brad's expecting a lot from those guys. Not only is he looking for them to uh, deny the basketball, but then. Once they do get it, he wants them up there and to really um, put pressure on the ball. So even if a guy's open underneath, in theory, uh, it's hard to deliver it because uh, you're getting harassed on, uh, uh, at the point of attack. So, I mean, he, I, I think they're, they're probably going to tone it down a little bit here against uh, Notre Dame. I don't know how much pressure they're going to come out with it, uh, that hard, that early. Uh, make sure these young guys get a little better feel coming right out of the box. Doug Altenberger with us as we get ready for our keys to the game. And they are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. All right, guys, Lauren, Doug. Well, you know, I've, I've uh, stuck with defense game after game, so I can't really change that much. But at the same time, Yolanda, i got to hit some threes tonight. This is not a great shooting three team that they're playing against, but it is their home court. So I think Illinois has got to hit at least 10 or more threes to win the game. And I think they've got to, as Doug said, you've got to find some way to, to prevent the layups and free throws that have been killing Illinois in these games. Doug, you watched the Illini pour in 16 on Sunday. Do you like all that three-point shooting? Well, I, I'm going to take a, a page out of uh, Brad's notebook. That he, he wants them to play uh, better defense, which is easy to say, but keep uh, Notre Dame off the free throw line. They shoot almost 80%. And then they've got to they got to hit the glass. They got to they talked about it in shooting around today. They they've got to really protect, uh, especially on the offensive end. Uh, Notre Dame really looks to crash. So they've they've got to not necessarily win the battle of boards, but they've got to be much more competitive. Than they have been uh, than they were up in Maui. Uh, the guards need to do it more. Brad Underwood saying, basically, I mean Io collected nine the other day, and Aaron Jordan's been doing a lot of the work down there. Can Trent yeah. Frazier and and uh, uh, Andres Felice and those other guards produce a lot more there? Yeah, what you do is uh, you've got, once that ball goes up, the, the guards have a tendency to drift to the uh, sidelines. They've got to get back into the paint area, help out their uh, their teammates, and, and really pick up any loose balls and uh, those 50-50 balls. I, I, I agree. I think that's really important for the guards. Uh, Frazier does a lot of things for him. We expect a lot out of him, but that's another thing that he needs to, to, to really stress for tonight's game. And the bigs have got to block out Fluger, and they got to block out Mooney. They've got to get their body on them because if they get inside, they're going to out-jump the Illini for the ball. Yeah, they've got great length, Notre Dame does, and uh, they're, they're good shot blockers as well. And they're, they're, 
uh, you know, they've, they've got uh, some, some serious length down low, and that, that's hurt Illinois uh, early in the season so far. Hey, Doug, we appreciate you joining us for a few moments, and we'll hear plenty more from you again at the top of the hour. All right, thanks, guys. That's Doug Altenberger. He's analyst tonight alongside Brian Barnhart for Illinois and Notre Dame. All right, Mr. Tate, enjoy the ball game. We'll talk to you again soon. Will do. It is Fighting Illini game day. The coach's corner around the corner. As Brian Barnhart will talk with Orlando Antigua, has a scout of the Irish. Stay with us in Fighting Illini game day. Fighting Illini game day. Time now for the coach's corner as Brian Barnhart talks with Illini assistant Orlando Antigua about the Fighting Irish. Conversation is brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Here's Brian in Orlando. From South Bend, Indiana, first time the Illini have been here in South Bend since 1955. Orlando Antigua is here as the uh, scout man for this one, assistant coach, and it's kind of cool to be here at Notre Dame. It is. It is. Uh, it's a, you know, obviously a historic university and and uh, you know beautiful campus. But uh, you know we're here on a business trip to uh, a short-lived. Uh, a short trip to come in and, and try to get, come out of here with a W. Had you been in this uh, pavilion before? Yes, I had. Yeah. I had uh, being back in the old Big, Big East and uh, played a few games against them even when I was uh, at Kentucky. What kind of environment is it? Uh, it's a good environment. It's a good mm-hmm. environment. It's a great arena to, to, to watch a basketball game in. Um, you know, obviously their fans are going to be pretty pumped up to, to have a Big Ten uh, foe coming in to play against mm-hmm. them. So um, I'm looking forward to it and trying to prepare our guys for the level of uh, uh, energy that's going to be in the building, you know, uh, we're going to have to do a great job of communicating because it'll be, it'll be pretty crowded. I, yeah. would, I would imagine. What did uh, What did you learn from the last game? What How did you think everything went? It was the first game back after a long trip. Took a little while to get going, but what do you think? Yeah, I think I think uh, you, you play that game um, in that point, knowing that you have this kind of a game. Um, you know, a couple days after uh, after that long trip, you need a game to try to get your your, your body back in rhythm, back on mm-hmm. on local time, and and back into a routine of things. You know, uh, coaches and athletes are we're, we're creatures of nature, of creatures of, of routine, and, and try to get everybody back on a normal cycle. I thought that game served us for that, and and took us a little while to get going, but you know we did some good things. It's funny, uh, people fans tend to look at points. Dosumu, though, I thought he had six points, but he dominated the game in other areas. He did. Uh, you know, we've been challenging our guards to help us rebound. Um, I thought. He made a conscious effort to go and help us on the glass. Uh, and obviously, it was demonstrated by what he did there. And, and you know, Io is not uh, a one-dimensional uh, kind of a player. He can dominate a game by doing those things, rebounding and facilitating, which he's a phenomenal passer. And uh, obviously, we got a chance to see some of that. Mm-hmm. Illinois Notre Dame tonight. We're here on the coach's corner with Orlando Antigua. Mike Bray's been doing this a long time at Notre Dame. Any uh, tendencies he has his teams? What, what do they What do they normally do? No, their their teams are you know usually uh, uh, pretty offensive oriented. Um, they play the game in a way that they play off the off the bounce, off the pass. Um, they take open threes. They don't force a lot of shots. Um, so you know, I, I, that's what, we're, what we will mm-hmm. see tonight. We'll see them um, penetrating the pass, uh, very similar to in kind of like in a Michigan kind of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we've got to do a great job of containing um, the drive, driving them off the three-point line, and keeping them off two areas: the glass and the free throw line, because mm-hmm. that's really where they punish you at. Yeah, I saw the uh, the free throw line, uh, I think, against UIC. They made something like 31 out of 33 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they do a great job of, of um, 
getting to the free throw line with the shot fake, their jabs, and getting in jump stops, um, driving closeouts. And um, you know, we, we've got to be very disciplined uh, on defense and not get silly fouls. And we've got to be disciplined in our box out. And on, on the same uh, s- same aspect, we have to dominate the offensive glass. We've got to make a, a, do a great job of getting there and getting second and third opportunities for ourselves. We'll talk some more with Orlando Antigua about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish after this on our Coach's Corner from South Bend. Orlando Antigua scouting uh, tonight's game with Notre Dame. It's part of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. All right, let's get into some personnel. Give me a couple of guys at the top of the chart. Well, obviously, uh, John Mooney is a guy that, uh, you know, is a walking double-double for them. Um, I think he leads the uh, ACC in double-doubles. And uh, someone that we, we're going to have to make sure that we do a great job of keeping off the offensive class. Um, he's really, really skilled and gets to the free throw line an awful lot for them. The other kid is uh, T.J. Gibbs, who's, um, you know, I'm very familiar with the Gibbs family as my brother coached one of his brothers. Mm. And uh, his oldest brother went to Pitt, so I've known known the family Mm -hmm. pretty well. And, you know, he's he's a kid that's not shooting the ball um, well this year, but he's a 40% career three-point shooter. Uh, We've got to do a great job on him, making sure that we make things difficult for him. Hubs, they, they, they got a good group of freshmen that come in that are going to give them a lot of minutes that we've got to make sure we contain. But their senior is the guy that uh, does a lot of little things for them in Fluger, mm-hmm. um, from rebounding to passing to just uh, uh, defending, um, which you would expect in a senior that uh, has been through some wars. Yeah, Fluger's a guy that Coach Underwood's familiar with because he had the big tip in in their game with uh, Stephen F. Austin back a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a guy that's been doing it forever, it seems like, and, and you're wondering, you know, is this, this guy still around? Is he going to graduate? <laughs> when is his son becoming a freshman? Yeah. We talked about Notre Dame's offense. What does Coach Bray like to do defensively? Uh, defensively, they, they do a couple different things. They'll play some man-to-man. Um, every now and again, they'll change up uh, right around the 13, 14, 12-minute mark. We'll see some zone. We'll see a 1-2-2 two, two back into some zone. And, uh, you know, what they really do is that they, they capitalize on your mistakes, uh, both defensively and offensively. And so we've got to be very disciplined. We've got to take care of the ball, and we've got to control the glass. These Big Ten ACC challenges are a lot of fun, I think. For you and the fans. Well, yeah, yeah, for the coaches. <laughs> no, nah, not so much, and, and yeah. our players. But, yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. You, you get a little bit of some, uh, you know, some, some non-traditional rivalries you can get started because of these things. Mm-hmm. And being the, the close proximity we are uh, to South Bend, I think, you know, it made, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, just haven't uh, played Notre Dame much in the last 40 years. That's yeah. what's been strange. It is, it is. And, and, and obviously, <laughs> you know, with the – the change in other leagues and all that stuff where the Notre Dame has been in and, you know, don't know why it hadn't happened um, more often. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, Orlando. Good luck tonight. Thanks, B. Orlando Antigua with us on the Coach's Corner from Notre Dame. Back here in our game day studios, we're going back out to South Bend in just a moment. I'm Scott Beatty with you. One fighting Illini football note to pass along. Chase McLaughlin has been named Big Ten Kicker of the Year as the conference awards are being doled out as we speak. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. We'll welcome your calls and your texts and your tweets. However you want to get in touch with us, we'll be here with you as we process Illinois basketball against Notre Dame and the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Illinois 8-11 all-time in this matchup. This is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. Time now for more coverage from South Bend.